Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 162. You've got Chris and Brian, and today we're going to talk about supply chain issues, um, logistics, and otherwise kind of pre-planning or planning way ahead uh, for some things you may want to stock up on or just have around um, so that you have them when you want them uh, a couple of years from now. Absolutely. If you guys have been in the shop, you know that, you know, the the logistics approach to firearms, to self-defense, to personal preparedness, things of that nature is something that we preached, you know, from day one and before um, and, and quite a bit since as well. Um, you know, this we're going to talk a little bit today about some of the things you should be looking for, but also understand that with, you know, we're coming up on two years of COVID stupidity um, and, and, and then going along with that, the craziness in the world right now. The price of everything started going up two and a half years ago um, and lead, you know, at the beginning of COVID and leading into this. And we were just talking about, you know, would you say the price of aluminum has gone up 40%? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of gun stuff that relies on aluminum. Um, the price of steel, talking to some guys generically who do structural steel stuff, you know, the price of steel has gone up 40 to 50% as well. And that started, you know, over a year and a half ago. Um, and structural steel, the reality check is there's not special foundries and special sources for gun steel, um, you know, it gets here as ore and, and then gets turned into whatever here for the most part, or in Europe, whatever the case may be yeah. around the world, um, those prices have all skyrocketed. Um, and, and so the it's not just the firearms, it's also everything else around them. People are looking at, you know, well, how come the price of ammo went up so much? Well, if the price of brass went up 40%, you know, if there's a decent... Copper's way up. Copper's way up, you know, then there's a decent chunk out of that conversation about why everything's gone up. So if you don't watch the news ever, or you haven't in the last two years, um, you know, this is some of the reason for a lot of this stuff. Um, but with what we're seeing in Europe right now, um, and the craziness around Ukraine and things of that nature, um, you know, we're, we got a lot of people all of a sudden calling, you know, and asking about X, Y, and Z preparedness stuff, which we used to do a lot more of, but everybody kind of took a nap under the Trump administration. And now with two, two years of Sleepy Joe burning the world down, um, here we are, so... So let's talk about that. Let's have some fun with that. Yeah. 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 So the, the impetus for this podcast actually came from one of our partners who had bought a suppressor, 9 mil suppressor from AAC a few years ago. Yep. And then wanted to get a trilog adapter for it. Um, AAC effectively no longer exists. Yeah. It's a name. As a, as a functional yeah. company. Yeah. Um, due to the all the shenanigans around Freedom Group and Remington and all that stuff from about, what, two years ago? Yeah. Two, begin, right before COVID kicked yeah. off. Uh, so if you've got suppressors and you think you might need a trilog adapter, um, for your pistol can, um, get one now. Yep. Um, uh, same thing, you know, rifle side, um, uh, if you need muzzle devices for future guns, uh, strongly encourage you to get those now. Yeah. Uh, same with things like end caps. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, all the, all the little pieces, parts and widgets, uh, a lot of the suppressor companies are actually very small companies. Yeah. Um, some of them know how to run a business very well. Some of them are very good at making splashy videos for Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, and so you know, I'm going to put a little bit sharper point on this. If you know, if you bought a Surefire Socom, you know, suppressor in the last couple of years, and you have a muzzle device and you use it on one gun, but maybe you've got other guns out there, or you've got kids coming along that you want to train up and be able to put it on their gun or this, that, or the other. Now would be the time to go buy um, an extra good barrel or two or four. Yeah. Um, and the muzzle devices and the surefire, the war comps or the flash hiders, whatever the case may be. Uh, if you went in and you bought a Soundsico Hybrid 46 because you could put it on everything out there in the world, but you threw it on your 11 and a half inch AR pistol and went on because it worked just fine on it, great. But now's the time to think about do I want to be able to make something else quiet like a 45 caliber handgun, a 9 millimeter handgun, 
uh, party trick, um, you know, or press on into maybe you wanted it for that 350 Legend hunting rifle or something like that. Now's the time to buy those muzzle devices and those pieces parts, um, you know, and, and you can apply whatever scenario, whatever can you currently have to whatever you might want to do with it in the future. Um, a lot of folks bought certain devices with those ideas in mind. Now's the time to act on it for sure. Yeah. Um, for sure, prices on a lot of this stuff has already gone up, and I don't see it going back down. But I, but it's it's spotily available right now. Who knows what that'll look like? Um, as we make this podcast, we've had an interesting run over the last two weeks because of everything going on in Europe. Uh, people are starting to get weird and freaking out again. And now that gas is chasing, you know, seven dollars a gallon in California and well over four dollars a gallon here in Ohio, people are getting weird. Um, now's yeah. the time. So. Um, what other categories? What do we want to bust through? Ammo. Buy freaking yeah. ammo. If you got a reloader, scrape. Good luck finding stuff to reload with. But if there's anything you could buy now that you can actually get, whether it's projectiles or cases, if you can get those now, get them now. Maybe you can trade those later for primers. Yeah. Rimfire ammo. Uh, rimfire ammo. We've actually seen some rimfire ammo move through here. Uh, if you don't have 22 conversion kits for your full, full caliber guns to train with, now would be a great time to buy them. They exist right now. Um, you know, but along with that, lots of rimfire ammo, you know, we had some stupidity under probably pre Obama around Sandy Hook and stuff like that. And a bunch of us went out and bought ridiculous amounts of rimfire ammo and we're still burning through it well over a decade later. Um, you know, it, I'm not saying it's not going to sting. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt, but for sure, um, conversion kits right now, I think would, or would be on the forefront of my mind. If I didn't already own them, I'd be going, Hey, either that or 22 caliber analogs as the case may be which is something we're seeing fly off the shelves right now. We haven't been able to sell a 22 caliber AR, and I've sold almost all of them in the last two weeks because people are realizing, hey, if I want to teach my kids how to shoot with the price of ammo currently, this is probably not a bad idea. Um, you know, so, so definitely some things to look at and think about. Advantage Arms conversion kits for Glocks. Um, oh, my God. The CMMG the kits CMMG for the AR. stuff for the ARs, you know, run well. And then bullets to back them up. Um, if you're a shotgunner, let's talk about shotguns. Um, shotguns are silly. No, just kidding. Um, I know we normally say stuff like that, but if the shotgun's the gun you have and it's the one that you're, you know, you, you're, you're stuck with right now, or it's the one you're comfortable with right now and you love it, um, how much training ammo do you keep around? Because for the last decade, you've been able to walk into Wally Worlds, you know, and buy uh, uh, 250 rounds for like $28 or something like that. Um, yeah. I mean, for for cheapy for yeah, Winchester or like for for $5, federal five dollars a box, well, less than the, that was the price. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm saying ten years ago though, yeah. when I actually shot shotguns, um, you know, you could walk in and buy a flat of ammo or, or maybe it's a hundred round pack or so. anyway. They did a cardboard pack, not a box, not a flat yeah. that was relatively affordable. Um, you know, th th those don't exist. That's that's not out there. So if you need training ammo for your shotgun, if you've always thought about buying that extra barrel for your 870 because you've got a 28 inch vent rib with screw in choke tubes, but you want the home defense barrel, go out and find one now. Good luck. Yeah. Well, and, well, the thing, but the conversation may mean instead of going and buying a hundred and ninety dollar Mossberg brand Remington 870 shotgun barrel, which existed, it doesn't now, but it did exist. Maybe you're going to Van Comp and paying high dollar for a good barrel, but go get one so you have it. Um, you're probably not going to regret it. And and hacking off the last 12 inches of Grandpa's old hunting gun may may hurt your heart a little bit, but that may be what you end up doing. It won't be as effective a tool as a as an improved cylinder or a choke tube barrel, you know, that's made for the purpose kind of thing. Yeah. So 
Um, there, some of that stuff's out there. It's just really hard to find, or it's a, a tremendous premium at this point. Um, what else? Uh, mags. If, oh yeah. yeah. If your gun is not does not run on Glock mags or on P mags, call it NATO standard mags, stain eggs, whatever. Stain yeah. eggs. Uh, yeah. yeah. Get get mags. All of them. Um, all of them. Yep. Um, you know, we've seen things like Smith and Wesson um, M&P 2.0 17 round mags are almost impossible to get. And have been consistently yeah. for the better part of two years. I think I've received, I had an opportunity to buy 50 17 round mags a year ago, and that was right at the middle of CPD, of Columbus Police's transition from 40 to 9 millimeter guns. Those 50 mags went away right now, um, two, three, four at a time. Yep. And so, you know, again, that same conversation. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sig mags, um, you know, if you've got a Ruger, you know, little gun, um, get mags for those. I'm uh, trying to think what other yeah, I mean, CZ, 20, CZ 20, stuff, yeah, CZ CZ stuff if you can get it. Absolutely. Same conversation. Um, yeah, and back to that, like training mag mentality, that training gun mentality. Again, if your kids are young, you know, mags are a consumable item. They do, they do get used to the point where they don't work anymore. If you think it's hard to find a mag right now, try and find a mag spring right now and some goofy stuff like that, especially stuff that's not trash. Yep. There's a lot of trash quality stuff available. And if you have the mentality of, oh, just go to Amazon and grab it. Well, that's a grab bag. We'll see what you get when it actually gets there because there's a lot of stuff listed as a certain brand name in eBay and in Amazon, but when it shows up, it's Chinesium. So, um, and like I said, even good mags don't last forever. P mags don't last forever. I'm finally throwing away some original P mags from 20 years ago. Um, Glock mags don't last forever. So even if you're a Glock dude and they're common, and you know we we make the dark joke that when the zombies rise up and the zombie apocalypse happen, there will be Glocks laying around everywhere. They'll all be freaking 40 caliber, you know, kind of thing. Um, but, you know, that kind of mentality where, so make sure you got mags for your gun that you know work or a new good quality mag to put aside for yeah. your gun um, and have them. And that may include also, you know, buying some new Glock mags, putting them away, but also buying some P mags as training mags and beating on those too so you're not wearing out your current inventory of mags prematurely or, or normally, but yeah. earlier than you want to. How about that? Uh, I would tell you to come in and buy all our Glock parts, but we don't have any. Glock parts have been unicorn poop for probably two years. We have some stuff for Gen 4 and Gen 5 guns, uh, but Gen 3 stuff, by and large, went away with the Polymer 80 craze. Um, all those guys started sucking up all the old Gen 3 Glock parts to put in their guns that don't work anyway, even with OEM Glock parts. So that was a great expenditure of cash. Thanks for that. Um, but that's made it almost impossible to rebuild a Gen 3 Glock because the parts just get sucked up into that aftermarket yeah. world. Um Gen 4s and Gen 5 stuff is somewhat available, but nowhere near the same quantities. Um, holsters. Yeah. Holsters and belts. Um, you know, again, we think, you know, well, how hard will it be to get a belt? Well, I don't know. If you look at pictures of people from the Depression in the 1930s, um, they were wearing ropes around their waist to hold their pants up, um, trying to put a gun and a holster on a rope as your belt because you've lost 30 pounds because there's no food and you're wearing oversized pants. Um, that's That'll be interesting. It'll be a good look. Um, yeah. Hobo chic. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, so like I said, picking up a spare belt, picking up a spare holster or two, um, you know, everything has a service life, you know, so at some point understanding that um, might aid your comfort and stuff like that. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying you need to go out and buy 20 of them, but go out and buy a good spare belt and a good spare holster would be a good thing to have. Um yeah, to go along with that, having a spare tube or two of um, Loctite 242 lying around is yeah. probably a really good idea. Yeah, factory sealed. If you haven't opened it yet, if if oxygen doesn't hit Loctite or super glue, you know, the cyanoacrylate type fat, uh, stickies and stuff like that, um, it'll store for a long time if it's sealed up. 
Um, you know, and we could get really weird. We start talking about fasteners, duct tape and stuff like that. Going out and buying a, a sleeve of duct tape, you know, five rolls of duct tape or 10 rolls of duct tape uh, might come in super, super handy from a med gear perspective, but also from a patching holes and crap perspective. Um, and then heaven forbid having to tape up windows, you know, for overblast over, you know, yeah. overpressure type situations and stuff like that. Now we're getting into some really cranked down that tin foil tight kind of conversation. So I'll step off of that train for a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, you know, like I said, guys, you know, these are just things to ponder through. Um, a, a lot of you, um, haven't looked at personal water filtration or family or tribe based water filtration units and stuff like that in probably five years since Trump took office, you know, six years since Trump took office, revisit those things. Honestly, not much has changed, um, but a lot of things changed right at that mark five, six, seven years ago, prepping was blowing up. Um, and right at that mark, there were some new systems and neat systems coming out. So if you haven't done anything with water filtration or water storage or water purification in a decade, definitely take a look at that because there are some neat new portable systems um, a lot of stuff that's gravity flow, a lot of stuff that's simple, not a lot of moving parts, if any, uh, are out there. Um, you know, we'd love to have that conversation with you. Unfortunately, like I said, we got out of that business a couple of years ago. Who knows? Maybe we'll find ourselves there again. Um, yeah. we are nimble, nimble, quick, like a ninja or something, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So cool. Uh, on and on and on. Yeah. What else? Gumpcast. This is a Gumpcast, guys. <laughs> Keep up. Pay attention. Um, flashlights, optics, batteries, recharging systems, know, recharging systems, um, having a way to store that stuff, having a way to move that stuff and keep it collected. Yeah. Energy systems. Um, how yeah. are you going to recharge them? You know, look at some of the, there are some hand crank systems that generate energy to recharge stuff. There are some solar systems that generate energy to recharge stuff. Um, and I can appreciate having things that run on 18650s. Um, but then also run on two CR123s and having a handful of CR123s in reserve and by a handful, I mean a lot. Um, be careful how you store them. They'll catch shit on fire. Fun to watch. Uh, smells really bad, but it feels really good. <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that. You can play with two. Um, we had uh, one of our customers in here, and I would say as much a customer up here, he's in the industry as well. Um, dude just bought a whole bunch of beans and rice, um, putting in storage, putting in storage, putting in storage. Um, so there's, you know, something to consider there too. Um, if, if prices go crazy, uh, beans and rice aren't laden with salt, but they take a lot of water and a lot of energy to prepare. Um, yeah. but you can cut other foods with them, give yourself some carbs, some sustenance, some fiber, um, and keep everything working the way it should and cut things out. So I don't mean this to sound like a, you know, a pre-apocalyptic doomsday message, but it's just one of those things where if gas goes to five to $7 a gallon, and you are already struggling to survive, you might be glad that you could stretch out your food budget a little more with rice and beans bought at today's prices versus, and that could be any kind of food. We say rice and beans generically, uh, but they tend to keep well. So yeah. store them properly. Uh, gamma lids, five gallon buckets, food grade, five gallon buckets or bucket or put them, leave them in the bag and put them in a bucket that's not food grade. Gamma lid on it so you got easy access, whatever. Um, does a good job, not necessary, but handy. Uh, gamma lids are also cool for a lot of other stuff too. Um, trash bags. Yeah. Lots of trash bags and a bucket with a toilet seat on it. Yeah. Yeah. Leave that the right there. Loo. Leave that right there. So one of our buddies has one that goes in a two-inch Reese hitch for his pickup truck that you yeah. put a trash bag on it. He doesn't carry trash bags with him, so that tells me he's a filthy, stinking son of a gun and just leaves it laying right there. But <laughs> if you knew him, you know, you get it. So yeah. It's a God love him. <laughs> um, guys, I'm telling you, it could go on and on and on and on. 
think about the things that, you know, think about that, that, that rule of threes, you know, we talk about, you can survive, you know, three, three seconds to 30 seconds without the appropriate weapon. If you're in a real fight, um, you can survive, you know, three minutes to, you know, well, three minutes to three hours without the appropriate med gear. If something's bad enough, um, three hours without the appropriate clothing here in central Ohio, as we look out and see snow on the ground, March 12th, um, you know, and then go on to like three days without water, you know, three weeks without food, etc. Um, you know, so you know, plan, plan appropriately, you know, tools for protection, um, tools to plug holes in you, um, tools to make water for you, tools to keep you warm and things of that nature, you know, make sure that you've got that stuff figured out. Um, one more thing I'll throw out there that was also brought to my attention, um, meds. There have been some spikes in med prices. Obama or Biden had done some stuff when he first took office to take the sting out of the price of like insulin and stuff like that. Uh, some of that stuff has been withdrawn. And so prices of some of the meds are spiking too. So if you can get ahead on your meds by 30 days or even 90 days, that would be outstanding. Some of those meds, that's hard to do. And then also if they're meds that need to be maintained from a temperature perspective, um, what are you going to do about that? What have you, you know, where are you at with that? If you're, if you're diabetic, you probably thought about it, but have you done anything about it? Right now is probably a good time to do that. Not wait until the dookie finally actually hits the blades. So yeah. Yeah. Anything else? That covers a lot of stuff. It's a lot of, that's a gump cast, man. Yeah. Sorry for the stream of consciousness, but I've had a lot of coffee this morning really fast. Um, I'm running an IV yeah. and drinking it. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of coffee, if you're not stocked up on coffee, I would get Ooh, on that ah. right now. Yep. Um, uh, I'm a, I'm a Aldi coffee guy and the whole beans at Aldi have not been available for going on four yep. months. Well, in uh, green in unroasted beans, too. yeah, in big bags too, if you roast your own, roasting your own is not a big deal. You can literally do it in a cast iron skillet. Um, so even if you wanted to go buy a big bag and play with that too, we've got a couple buddies who roast their own beans and say there's nothing like it. Even, even a cheap big bag that you roast on your own, yeah. you can get where you want it and it's fresh. Um, you know, that's a little more esoteric. Um, some people say that you don't need coffee to survive. Those people are stupid. Um, so, I'm you not know, sure they're human. I, well, we know they're subhuman, but anyway, so yeah. So, you know, those kinds of things, guys, um, we could go on and on and on, but, um, the world's getting weird again, you know, nothing like having a Democrat in office. Woohoo! So, yeah, cool. Man, I'm Debbie yeah. Downer today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as we come across more positive news, we have such cool <laughs> things that come into the store. Uh, we do our best to post that up to our Facebook and our Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Cap City Outfitters. Find us on Instagram at Cap City Outfitters too. Uh, hopefully, the commie bastards at Meta let us stick around for a while. Yeah. Uh, on our website, you can find valuable information such as how to do an FFL transfer or how to purchase a suppressor over at our storefront on SilencerShop.com. Uh, also, on our website, you can sign up for our newsletter that comes out once a week on Fridays, or send us an email to info at CapCityOutfitters.com, and we will add you to the newsletter list. And then come visit us at the store. We're in Hilliard, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. Uh, we are in front of the Aldi's. We're directly next to Louis Fusion Grill. Um, Google will get you here or Apple Maps or whatever. Um, yeah, we're here 10 to, ah, 10 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it.